PKN336. You know, I haven't fouled up the intro in like a month now. Kind of it's on nope, hot streak. It has not been a month. I, no fouling. I mean, you can't prove that. I literally Wait, can't. I think it was two weeks ago. <laughs> they are, you confusing, are you confusing the intro with the recording, Kyle? Oh, I might be. Yes. Yes. I would rather you. No, he's messed up both. He's messed up the recording and the intro. You know, I don't like how this episode started. (laughs) I'm not a fan at all. What what if I pulled down a fucking chalkboard? Well, as you can see, Uh, Kyle learned my Excel algorithms just for this. (laughs) I've had nothing to do for months. Woody's going to hate this bit, but the rest of I got one of those extendo pointers. Next slide. Next slide. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's just like the end of JFK. Back and to the left. Back and to the left. Now, I know that's a saying, but I have not seen that movie. What? No. no How have you that. not seen? How old is it? I mean, 25, 30 years, but like, you know. I feel like that doesn't work with movies. It doesn't anymore. You know, like, like, it, like, like I've never heard Elvis Presley. How you know that was a long time ago? Yeah, but it's fucking music. It kind of sticks around. He's probably on some radio mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I like Elvis. Um, the uh, but they're not no. like running JFK on, or at least I've never scrolled past it on any of my streaming services. I was going to say on no network TV. But All right, I'm going to see if I can pull up the cast of JFK. So it's Edward Norton. Oh, I like him. Um. Is he JFK or is he the assassin? JFK is JFK. JFK isn't actually in the movie. This is about the assassination of JFK. Oh, um, and Edward so they got JFK is, to play himself post humanistically, hominously. <laughs> they just he doesn't marionette it up with his head spilling <laughs> yeah. like a. Super- right, right. So I didn't see this, but I saw my weekend at Bernie's, which is pretty much the same thing. Edward Norton plays. Um, the, uh, the assass- people that he's still the president. Pushing <laughs> 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 brain matter back into his head. A very weirdly edited video broadcast today. <laughs> Edward Norton plays. Um, <laughs> God damn it! You're fucking me up. Most poorly pulled off conspiracy theory ever. He's covered in blood at the Oval Office. Just kind of slumped <laughs> over there. The Edward Norton, the Kevin Spacey. Oh. Edward Norton, Kevin Spacey, Kevin Costner. Um, Kevin Bacon, and that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Really good cast, and it essentially tells the story of... Um, does he play Oswald? Is that Edward Norton does play Oswald. That's you're searching for. I'm trying to help. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. It, it, um, you know, it tells the story of Kevin Costner's character. He's the, ma- he's the main character, and he's sort of putting the JFK assassination literally on trial. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and presenting a lot of evidence that there was a conspiracy, and uh, it's it's really really good. You know it, who convinced really me that the JFK shooting might be a little hinky? Hmm. Joe Rogan. Now Rogan is apt to buy into all kinds of dumbass conspiracy theories, right? He thought the moon landing was fake for some period of time, and. I can't rattle them all off, but I just feel like he is quick to buy into alternative narratives. Bigfoot which, was a big one. He loved Bigfoot, I think, for a while. Thanks. And, and, and he just, it's like, Joe, this shit is usually not true, but sometimes it is. Mm-hmm. On JFK, so Joe's a hunter. Uh, he's done a lot of hunting, and he's seen a lot of bullets go through animals. Maybe Kyle will weigh in on this, too. 
And the bullet that hit JFK in the skull, mind you, mm-hmm. hit him in the skull. I think it might have come out the other side of his skull, diverted and hit somebody else is like the, the message. And the bullet looks perfect. It looks like you used one of those special plastic hammers and removed it um, from the uh, So they refer casing? to it. it they refer to it as the magic bullet. And uh, the reason they, they refer to it that way is because the official explanation for um, for how it went down, I, I'm I'm gonna have my like facts off a little bit, but part of it is how many shots were fired, and they've mm-hmm. got the I always get this pronounced this wrong. There's a Pruder film. It's this guy whose last name was Zapruder who was there recording like JFK riding through Dallas. Um, mm-hmm. There's a Pruder film. I think I think either doesn't have audio or it's shitty audio. In any case, like I want to say the official report is three shots. And uh, one of them like completely misses, and then the other two um, are the ones that hit JFK. And uh, w- w- they they show the bullet pads, like uh, and and yeah. what what they had to do to hit all of the people in all of the places that they hit, because it like enters JFK. And, and I'm wrong about this, but just for example, it enters him like like in the top of the back and then exits the bottom of the ribs and then goes into Conley's elbow and then makes a left turn and hits Conley in the pelvis or something crazy like that. And then the next one hits JFK in the head. And, uh, and that's the part that I'm referencing from the film where J where the, the trajectory is supposed to be from behind and to the, to the uh, left, but Mm -hmm. JFK's head is going back and to the left. So, so they're they're suggesting there's a second shooter uh, on the in, on the grassy knoll on that little grassy mm-hmm. area that, that was a fenced in area, and uh, and that's why his head's going like back rather than forward when he gets shot in the head, and uh, but but yeah, I, For I don't it know to how- make sense. There would have to be more bullets fired, right? You know, because well. It- I think they called the magic bullet because like it went through his head and then it took a turn, then took another turn, and uh, it wasn't too far from that arrow in Guardians of the Galaxy that just like zip zaps and hits everybody. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, and that I could almost swallow because every million times, once in a million things happen, right? So like I, I could almost get on board with it, but the bullet looking pristine and new, like hell, we even have the bullet right here. Look at this. You know and where it, they found the bullet. That's convenient. No, yeah. <laughs> that's the best part. Yeah, that they found the bullet sitting on in an FBI the... officer's pocket. Is that where they found the bullet? <laughs> you think that you're saying that because that's ridiculous. That they no, found, that's probably what happened. Yeah, they found the bullet sitting on the stretcher that JFK was on. They found it oh. sitting there next to him, and they Man. went, "Aha! <laughs> the bullet!" So. <laughs> And I'm a little torn. Like in the moon landing, they had faked moon landing pictures. I think that's actually true. I think they they doctored some photos and there are fake moon land. Now they went to the moon. But the fact that there was like one. Go ahead, Kyle. You're looking to say something. It wasn't moon landing photos. They they, they faked. It was a spacewalk. Um, They're 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 like in space, like doing the floaty number. And Mm -hmm. they they did fake that photo and, and put it out. And they said that it was just for like promotional purposes or something like that. So the fact that there's one verifiably fake thing puts everything else in question. And circling back to JFK, that's where Joe got me. Like there's one, at least what I consider to be verifiably fake thing. Bullets don't go through a skull and out the other side looking undamaged. Mm -hmm. And because that is 
like verifiably faked. Now the whole thing has a question mark over it. Yeah, I wanted to recreate the whole thing for an FPS Russia video one time, but it just seemed so controversial. Mm. Um, that would have been awesome. Would have been and, hard to do. You would have had so and many. Jeremy people. refused to wear the wig, so it was just it just wasn't going to work. You know what's funny? You say it's controversial, but it would have been a million people in the comments just berating you about how the angles were off and you were just contributing to people believing the system's narrative. Oh, I would get the angles right. I, I, I was like, I was like, well, get me in a tower over here. We'll have a car like on a track and, you know, I'll, I'll get that Italian fucking piece of shit rifle and we'll just do it over and over until I duplicate this thing. Eventually, you, I'm going to hit him. What rifle was it? Do you know? <sighs> I can Google it. The name of the rifle specifically, it's like a card. Google it for me, but I think it's an Italian made um, rifle called like a Cordoni or something like that. Carcano. It's not called that. But it's, okay, yeah. I knew it sounded like something like that. Uh, Oswald ordered it out of um, like a magazine. Um, and yep. uh, it's a real piece of junk. Um, yeah. Not known to be accurate or reliable. I have it. I've Googled it in front of me. And like yeah. most of these things on this show, you're like 90% right. <laughs> you know, it's pretty good. I'm, I get that the thumbs up. And I'm just, I'm just going from memory on JFK assassination knowledge. What's so I'm definitely going to be. You, you talked about like people not knowing how many shots were fired exactly. What's the official story that it was two? I think the official report is either two or three. I didn't but, even know he got hit twice. I thought he just got domed just once, just done. Um, I, I think that. W See, see what I'm what I'm conflating here. What I'm getting mixed up is like the official report, mm -hmm. the updated official report, and what everyone else says. Because I've watched so much nonsense about this. Um, because I, I know there are people who say there's like five shots, up to five shots fired, which is crazy. That has to be more than one person. Because firing three mm -hmm. from that rifle in that amount of time, with any degree of accuracy, is pretty absurd. How many and, how many years would have to pass for it to not be an enormous deal? Like in 2092 if the government's like we lied or you know our great great grandparents lied yeah we're revealing all this now totally fucked up like you think enough time would pass to be like man 130 years ago it was just the wild west out there um so what it appears to me like like um what i think happened is that the cia is that lee harvey Ozzie, lee harvey oswald did it alone um that's what i believe happened uh but with Maybe you don't call it the assistance of the CIA, but definitely maybe the knowledge they were the knowledge. They, they knew that he was doing it. They knew that he was planning it. They knew that he was likely to try it and they allowed it to go forward, not because they thought that he would pull it off, but because they thought that a failed attempt would um, motivate JFK more to <clears throat> to side with them on a lot of issues because Harvey was. Um, friendly with some of those Cuban dissidents that that uh, Kennedy had sort of a let get massacred down there. Uh, he had sort of promised them all this help. And then the Bay of Pigs thing happened. And then all those Cubans got rounded up and tortured to death and uh, and left out to dry. And the CIA really wanted to, like, make that one of their like shadow wars like they enjoy doing where they're funding one yeah. side to fight the other against Castro. JFK didn't want to do that. He was afraid he was going to, you know, they just had had the Cuban Missile Crisis not not that long ago before all of that happening. He he wanted to let see, sleeping dogs lie. But then there's all sorts of other conspiracy theories that involve the mob. Um, uh, was there anything Jake about Hoover. 
Jack Ruby side of it. Because didn't Jack Ruby have oh, like yeah. terminal brain cancer at the time that he shot Oswald? I don't know anything about what that. Was the explanation there, like that, why was he picked? What so in the movie, in the movie, Jack Ruby is a is a main player, and uh, and in the book eleven twenty two sixty three, which I fucking love, it's my favorite book ever. The J the uh, Stephen King version of all this, um, he's a major player. The official like historical thing is just that he was uh, he saw <clears throat> he saw everything happening on TV, and he said, "Ha, huh, Oswald's right down the street." And just took it upon himself to go shoot the guy. That's so, the story that this guy just randomly watching TV just decided to go murder him. Yeah, I thought um, there'd be more to it than that. I didn't realize that he was terminally ill, but uh, Taylor's got it pretty much right. I hope this fact checking doesn't bother people. But um, he he shot him. He was sentenced to death uh, for murdering Oswald. During the appeal, he was granted a new trial, and he died of a pulmonary embolism from lung cancer. Oh. Have you ever seen that clip? <clears throat> it's like, it's an old video, and you can probably find it on YouTube. And it's it, like maybe in the early 90s, late 80s, this pedophile raped this guy's son, a kid. Oh, I've seen it, yeah. And then as the pedophile is being marched through the airport, the guy's dad is pretending to be on the phone. And as the guy's being paraded by with like marshals to get on the plane, the guy just whips around one fell, just boom, blows the guy's head off. And then uh, the guy, like the FBI agent who was watching him, like walking him was like, why Terrence? Why? Why Terrence? Or whatever his name is. And yeah. apparently like the jury that put him on trial was like, get out of here, you rascal. Yep. <laughs> no <laughs> more you, shooting. You, you go home. Hey, if you're going to shoot, you know, don't keep it to pedophiles. How about that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say they didn't even get him for like reckless discharge of a firearm because it was like you couldn't even prove that. It was like he's fired one shot, your honor. As you can see, perfect <laughs> shot. Well placed. Nothing reckless about it. Immediately puts the gun down. Uh, I'm under arrest. Gun down. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, would, I've seen that clip so many times. Who would sit on that jury and convict that man? No one. Not that's me. what, And that's what happened. That's uh, uh, like... Yeah, nobody likes a fucking chomo. Like, like you're gonna get that's that's, that's why it, Julian Assange, I think, has been accused or convicted or something of some sort of like uh, against a girl who was maybe 16 or under 16, yeah. and it's very suspicious to me. I'm like, yeah, ah, you know, like all you got to do is accuse a guy of being a chomo, mm -hmm. and the you world know that especially a guy that releases them. government secrets on right. A yeah, Very right. That's one thing I think is going to change in the future. This might be a good topic. What laws do you think are going to change in the future? Um, and one of them that I think is age of consent, I think is going to go down. And I think that maybe like, um, like what we consider like child pornography is going to change as well. You think? Yeah. I think that like 16 is going to be like fair play in another 25 years. I, so huh. I, I only know North Carolina and New Jersey with confidence. I think it's 11, 17 already. In, in uh, these places, you can consent at uh, shit. Now I don't have confidence anymore. I think at fourteen you can consent if they're within four years, and at sixteen that doesn't help me, Woody. I hear you. Yeah, and then at sixteen they no, can consent. Help. Period. No, because he would be I'm more not than twenty. He needs to be eighteen. No, no. At sixteen they no, can I'm consent. To that anybody. helps your that helps your argument about the next twenty. Fuck my years. argument. I'm trying to get laid here, Taylor. Oh. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> repeal my charge and I will run on lowering the age of this. It's the only, yeah. only pillar of your plan. We've got to lower right. taxes 
and the age of consent. <laughs> and the crowd goes from cheers to crickets. <laughs> People are like, why does he have to put that second part on every bill? <laughs> He's not passing anything. He's like, well, this one's actually pretty good. Nice little stimulus program for the middle I've got a flat oh, he, tax. Did he did it again. He did it again. Look at the last page. It's I've like, got a flat tax rate and a flat uh, consent, uh, age <laughs> of consent rate. They're all the same number. Every... <laughs> 13, 13, 13, 13, 13% income tax, 13% property tax, 13% federal tax. 13 years old is the age of consent, people. It's simple. It's simple. <laughs> and, you, and you got people being like, ah, but I'm going to save so much money. <laughs> In North wow, Carolina, again, you can consent at 13. Probably to like a 14 See? or North though, Carolina right? knows they're down with the 13, 13, 13, 13 plan. <laughs> if I'm reading this right, 13 year olds can consent provided that the other person is under eight. Yeah, uh, under 18. So 13 year olds can consent to 17 year olds. Maybe I was right about the four years. Yeah, thing. see, that's fine to me. And and I think very much like that makes a lot of sense. Like those people can be in the same high school, 13 exactly and 17. That. Yeah. And uh, like I can imagine that being like, look, I. I think 13 is too young, but we're talking about yeah. what should be illegal here. And in, yeah, in terms not of not a moral, right. Or, or like bad parenting or what, like, like, no, we're talking about what the law should be. And if a person's 13 and they're having sex with someone else, who's at that high school, who's a senior and they're a freshman. And like, I, you know, I, I can see them being developmental peers and it shouldn't be against the law. Yeah. I've known some retarded 18 year olds and some very advanced 13 year olds. Right. So it, I think North Carolina has it about right. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But but what I'm talking about is the age at which like, like an the, adult an adult age. could have sex with a youngster. What we'll call and you think you yeah. think 25 years from now it'll be 16 everywhere. And yeah. at first I was thinking that seems far fetched, but then a bunch of states have it at 17 already. It's 16 here. Yeah, so I guess so sixteen year olds can have sex with like with you fifty year olds, for example. Yeah. I anyone. think that's how it is in a bunch of Europe. So yeah, you might be right. It'll okay. just switch to the way they do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it be I think sixteen's about it feels a little young, but uh you know, sixteen consent to anyone and uh thirteen can consent to developmental peers. I I, I think it's about right. Yeah, and I obviously I think marijuana will be legalized within the next like ten years, and uh, it might go faster. faster. Yeah, yeah. We'll I think see. it'll be legalized during Biden's term. This is a good bet for you guys. I seriously do doubt it. You do? Yeah, I don't Kyle see Biden's doing that. Yeah, cool. Five hundred on the line. Biden's got bigger fish to fry. He's trying to stir up some trouble with the Saudis and the Russians right now. Is he? I, I yeah. Have I been? Uh, I've been reading about his executive orders and such, which doesn't. Yeah, he's, that. he's already had some strong words for Putin and uh, he's already cut. Oh, I'm bad at Middle East affairs. Uh, did he cut like the with, with the uh, something about releasing the Khashoggi documents um, that would implicate the Saudis in his murder, as well as pulling assistance away from them in Yemen? I don't know. I'm not great with that stuff. Uh, uh, interesting. Um I find so the Republicans are saying that uh, the Russians should be held responsible for poisoning the guy I have on my what's it called death list the yeah sure that works death pool oh yeah yeah death pool yeah 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 and uh, it's like that happened eight months ago on Trump's term your timing mm -hmm. of this condemnation is suspicious 
Well, of course. I but. saw one uh, Republican congressperson, she's a woman, um, wanted to immediately file um, for um, impeachment uh, on Biden for um, the, uh, the deaths of Americans on his watch. <laughs> they're, they're like 5,000 Americans have already died on Biden's watch. That's He's more per day than under Trump by a lot. Yeah. It's a lot more per day. I told you it was coming when this fucking retard <laughs> took the wheel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I saw her. I think she, I didn't know it was about COVID, but uh, I'm pretty sure it was. I could have that wrong. Okay. I remember that being pointed out, like, 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 how many Americans have died under Biden's watch? I think she, I think she was just immediately moving to impeach Biden, Probably. kind of making a point that impeachment—they're uh, a little fast and free with the impeachments in the last yeah. term. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. She's doing her own political theater to try and be like, see, it was all political theater. Honestly, like, like, it's not even like a Trump thing. It's like. I really want Biden to just be focused on like doing we. things. Uh, well, we would be. I mean, look, look. If, if if I'm being completely unselfish, yeah, we like 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 every time I see him, like like, like every, I'll, unselfish a headline of, of him. Every every time I see a headline of Biden, it's like, oh, Biden moves to do this and that. I'm just like, we, we. Like, you're gonna be we. happy with more presence in the Middle East, and you're gonna like it. I guess so. Maybe they can get some drones You're over there. Maybe we can, like it. I can't wait till we hear about the USS blah 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 moving into the fucking Red Sea or some nonsense. Like, like it'll. <laughs> I don't it, know it, who uh, the leader is. Another, another Saudi... gas attack that doesn't make tactical sense. Gotta get in. Gotta well, get I can't there. even name the leader of Saudi Arabia, but I'm pretty sure he'll be a household name and he'll be a <sighs> madman by it's 2022. Oh, the, the beard guy, with the guy beard. in Saudi yes. Arabia, the beard guy. Does he also wear pajamas all the time? He's uh, he's Arab, uh huh, and he is bearded. And the one thing we should take from Saudi culture is their dress. I love the way they dress. They look so clean because it's all white, and you see every other like the Japanese, the Americans, the British, all stuffy in their jackets. Yeah, and their boots you and know their, they're sweaty their under there. Layers and you know, king whatever the fuck. Walking around probably naked under there. Flowing robes. It, yeah. it looks so, and it looks like some sort of light fabric too. It looks like it's really cool and like wicking. And as far as we know, that guy could be bald for like the last 20 years, but because they all take advantage of that, like, like a smaller version of the velvet rope you see at a movie theater that holds the white thing on their head. Yeah. 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 There, it's just a permanent cover for baldness. But you know how like, 75 year olds at the YMCA with one foot naked on the bench, just hanging with a ball sack from 70 years of gravity. Perhaps yeah. in Saudi Arabia, they have that by the time they're 25. Uh, I'm sure they have some sort of support garment underneath, but <laughs> I don't know. You're giving that robe a, a lot of credit. I think they're just in the damn pajamas all day. They're hot, they're sweaty, they're never shrinking, they're always just dripping. And, <laughs> and by 23 years old, they have an unattractive set of testicles. I. I don't I place much stock in the in the and the and the and the yaw of my testes, <laughs> uh, but but I would the like one of those nice flowing robes just just to just to rock that thing. Every time I see something from the, from Saudi Arabia, it looks like they're having a ball. They're out driving like Land Rovers yes. out on those highways, fucking on two wheels sideways. Is that part buddies. of the Saudi Arabia driving test? How come so many of them are able to drive on two wheels? <laughs> and like all their buddies are like climbing out of it and they're like surfing it while they're driving on two wheels sideways. And They've it's like, got sand dunes that are fun. half a mile tall. And they're just riding up on shit. Like, how do you Dude, like, like Saudi Arabia is kind of just 
a test of how cool the road could be if only guys could drive everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they changed that, by the way. Oh, no. Oh, you didn't know that? Women can drive now. That's, that sounds right. Yeah. It, it's, no, women of, may drive now. I think they still have uh, to be a company. <laughs> see no, women could never drive. <laughs> now they may drive. Uh, it took me a second to process the critical difference, but you're right. Yeah, women may drive now. Um, which is like hugely important. I don't know if they're allowed to be without brothers and cousins to escort them everywhere. I don't think so. But like, well, then that, then the driving thing carries a lot. That's a whooping. (laughs) But like, imagine needing a guy to escort you. So you didn't fuck around as like part of your culture. And can you like imagine how much time that would take like, hey, cousin, I need to go to the market. And he's like, I have a job, too, at the oil refinery. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know what they do. And But then everybody's taking time out of their day to shuttle people around. Really, what they did is they the just made... The whole point of women, women is to get the shopping done. How does this help if I have to go? True. And then they're taking forever. <laughs> they know you're in the car waiting. Jesus, this is a terrible drive. system. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a good system. Well, I would not go to Saudi Arabia. Seems shitty. I would love to go to Saudi Arabia. I um the uh, the King of Jordan sounds stupid to say, but the King of Jordan apparently liked my videos, and uh, he saw the AA12 video, and he was in contact with the guy who makes the AA12s, and he ordered a bunch of them, and uh, and he mentioned me, and so they got back to me, and they're like, "Hey, the King of Jordan would like to meet you," and I'm like. I'll do anything the King of Jordan wants me to do if I can hang out with the fucking King of Jordan. And it fell apart, apparently. I think it was because of fucking politics. I think Obama did something. There was some kind of an issue Thanks, in the Obama. Middle East, and it caused a problem. But they said the King of Jordan was so... Obviously, he's a king in the Middle yeah. East, so you would imagine he's fairly wealthy. But they oh, said yeah. when, when he like goes somewhere, he brings two jumbo jets one for him and his entourage and the other for all of his vehicles. It's like a cargo plane, like full of like his badass vehicles. Like, like what his, his, like half his garage is in a jumbo jet. Maybe he wants the land Rover today. Which Maybe the sense. Lambo. Taylor, what was the nicest thing you had at that rental place you used to work at? Oh fuck. Nothing like that. Right. Like, no. like, Oh, I'll take uh, upgrade it all the way, all the way. Like, Oh, do you want the Chevy fucking Corsica? Like, like, oh, like every once in a while, I'll be like, "Oh, do you want this like brand new nice Corvette ZR1 or Z06 ZR1? I don't know which one it was. The, the one that Corvette. Yeah. that is and, nice, but and that would only be if it's like, hey, this is returning from Vegas. <laughs> like, but <laughs> even the Corvettes, I wonder if they're good. Is it the ZR1 or something less than that? I think the ZR1 is the really good one, right? Yeah, um, is that the one it was? So I, I Dude, it doesn't matter. Was. Chevy doesn't make a Corvette that hangs with the king of jordan's lamborghinis and ferraris no. I'm, I'm sure yeah probably it, it well depending in any on case, what you call hang it, with yeah in any case um yeah that would have been Bell real apart. cool but that didn't happen he bought but he bought like 20 million dollars worth of aa12s apparently there's seventeen thousand dollars a pop plus like the whole kit that like if you want the kit that comes with all the accessories and stuff they're like 25 grand each and he bought like several thousand or a thousand of them or something like that so you spent, you said how much money total? Like 20, 25 million dollars. Can you imagine watching a YouTube video and being like, I need 20 million dollars of this for my personal army? Because I'm that's the literally king what he did with them. He did. In the Middle East. 
they went to like his his like private army that protects him. Oh, of course. That's pretty cool. Um, Damn. Oh, what did Obama do to ruin your opportunity there with the King of Jordan? I really do think it was something political at the time that happened in, in the Middle East that caused travel restrictions or something. Like, like I don't remember exactly what it was, but I was very bummed out. Obama probably made a Muslim ban. He probably airstruck the fucking King of Jordan's cousin or something like that. He, he killed so many people over there. Uh, this guy's got way too many uh, AA-12s. <laughs> We're gonna get rid of them. Take them out. Hey, there's a wedding right nearby. Yeah, go ahead and uh, just take out both. Excellent, dude. The people who get married are gonna have kids soon. He's thinking ahead. Kyle, could we get a bomb in the cake? <laughs> I want him to think it's uh, going well. I feel like to really fuck with him. <laughs> uh, I'm a sick fuck. I like Kyle owes me five dollars. I do. Man, I, yeah, I, I'll pay you right away. Um, I, I haven't yet. I wanted to wait till uh, we talked about it on the show. Yeah, Connor got got beat up. Um, I thought it was going well until it didn't, though. I agree. I agree. Now, I my thought on fights that go well until they didn't have evolved, right? For example, Joe Lozon was beating Pettis until he wasn't, right? If, if anyone watches that fight, people remember that fight. Is Joe getting horribly hit, uh, head kicked? It was kind of a highlight. They showed it again and again. Every time Pettis fights, they show him beating poor Joe. And but if you watched like the strikes that were landing and stuff, Joe was doing better. And then I heard Joe Rogan talk about it, and he's like, "You can't measure it that way. That's not how it works." You know, like Pettis is watching. He's getting his timing down. He's looking for opportunities. He's learning. You can't be like the guy providing him all that information is winning. Until he isn't. That's that's not how it works. Yeah, but Joe Rogan believes in Bigfoot. True. But Dude. circling back to uh uh Connor. Connor. So Poria, I guess, was investing in these leg kicks. And by the way, I've been leg kicked hard and it's terrible. Yet mm. when I watch UFC fighters, it never seems like I'm like, when does this investment pay off? I see guys. Connor land. was not weathering them well. True. But Outside of that fight, it seems like nine times out of ten, whenever they're like, oh, he's, chair, he's tearing apart those legs. I'm like, yeah, but they don't score very well with the judges. The judges don't seem to reward leg kicks as much as they do face punches or head kicks. And, uh, and you know, oftentimes the fight ends and it's like, all right, you, got, you invested all that, but you never made your withdrawals. Poirier, I guess, did. So, yeah, like you said, Connor was so accurate. It seemed like he was just firing that left and... And he was shooting down the middle, and and I'm like, gosh darn! Every time Connor tries to punch this guy in the head, he does. Connor won the first round. I don't know if you saw the scorecards, but he won on all three judges' scorecards. I didn't, but I thought he won at ten nine as well. And uh, and it was, I was like, well, yeah, but also Connor is a guy that does much better in the first round than he does in the rest of the fight. So I'm like, well, let's see how this goes. And it turns out that investment in the leg kicks was everything. And. Uh, uh, Connor was like, my leg's dead. I, I can't do anything. Yeah, I don't know if you saw him backstage on crutches and stuff trying to get mm -hmm. around. Connor was on crutches for the rest of the night. And um, yeah, he just couldn't couldn't move, couldn't throw that left. And Poirier eventually capitalized and TKO'd him. Yeah, and he couldn't back up. Um, he couldn't uh, be evasive when he got out on the fence. That's what, that's what won Poirier to fight. Um, Connor fought Poirier the same way that he fought, Alvarez. I don't know, Al maybe Alvarez or somebody, and he really needed to, I thought, fight him the same way that he fought Nate Diaz with uh, with his own leg kicks. 
and, and like, like I don't know why Connor wasn't the one uh, throwing those leg kicks right away. And I was actually surprised Connor didn't come out with something like big at the beginning, like 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 we've seen him do in like like two or three fights in a row, like come out super aggressive and try to like have that highlight reel. 13 seconds. Usually knockout. the first thing he throws is a meme or something. Like, I'm going to do a 360 question mark wackaroo kick. I'd have loved that. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't land or anything, but. I, is that the correct PayPal, by the way? That works. That works. Um, So, uh, uh, yeah. I Cotter came out. He looked good. I was nervous for my $5, but Dustin's. Uh, tough as nails and weathered the hits and landed his own and knocked him out so yeah first person ever knocked connor out um it uh it was pretty clean um it was uh it was decisive uh connor is saying he wants to i thought connor would retire um but connor's saying that he wants to stay active and fight at least once maybe twice more this year which um i don't know who they match him up against at all. I don't know who he fights because Oliveira's out there and they don't know what to do with him. Mm-hmm. Um what's his who's the guy who was also on the card who knocked the fuck out of Hooker? Michael um, Chandler? Chandler? Chandler's there and he doesn't have an uh, he doesn't have a dancing partner, but I think Dana said that the the belt was gonna go to the winner of Poirier Chandler. And I'm thinking like Gaethje's just right over there, you know, in the in the shadows, just fucking headbutting cars or whatever he does in his spare time like like what's but, he up to so you're right gaethje is is one of those four but he's mm-hmm. coming off a loss whereas poirier and chandler are both coming off wins typically not always but they prefer to give title shots to people who won their previous fight here's what you've got though you got a potential connor ferguson fight yes I'd like to see that. Yeah, yeah. So the top four, I think most people agree the top four, Connor, Poirier, uh, Chandler, and Olivia. Oh, shit. Oliveira. Oliveira. I left out Gaethje somehow. Now I'm I'm not sure who to drop. Yeah, maybe Connor goes to five. I don't know. Yeah, you know what? Fucking put Connor against Ferguson. Winner gets back in the, the conversation. Um put uh chandler versus Oliveira, and uh i think chandler and poirier are for the belt that's your next fight poirier says he won't fight him we'll see what do you mean he won't fight him well see poirier feels like he had to go through a murderer's row he like long poirier has beaten eddie alvarez he's beaten gaethje he's beaten connor he's beaten there's good names on this pettis uh, who else did I forget? Poirier, he's like probably up. cowboy. Maybe. Everybody's beating I'm cowboy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he just has so many quality wins. He's like, how does this guy? He beat Hooker. He's like, how does this guy go in, beat Hooker, who's coming off a losing streak anyway from me, and mm-hmm. suddenly he's a title contender because he beat the guy I also beat. How is he on my level? Make this guy earn a title shot. It was so much harder for me. Okay, he's not and, and and but but my but my thought process would be like, hey, we're trying to give you the belt here. How about fighting this new guy who's only had one UFC fight ever? You get the belt now. You have the belt. You go to that next echelon of of pay scale. You made a million dollars to fight Connor. He made almost thirty million dollars to fight you. Maybe next time you make more than a million dollars. Wouldn't you like that? Like, how about you beat the new guy up first and you get the belt? 
I read it was a million plus pay-per-view. So yeah. I, I don't even have a good guess what that would be. Who knows? Like, is he getting point zero one percent of pay per view, or is he getting one percent of pay per view? You know, it could sometimes could it's like three percent of pay per view starting after a million sales. You know, yeah. So I, it depends on his agent whether that was ten thousand dollars or ten million dollars. Um, but yeah. Anyway, if I were king, Poirier would have the belt. Like, you remember when Ronda her first fight she defended the belt? They just gave it to her. And then she got champion pay, and she beat Liz something or other. Carlucci, uh, or maybe, or something? It was just lesbian. In any case, it, I, I know yeah. exactly what you mean. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think they should just give Poirier the belt. They should have given him the belt last the last night's fight, or this most recent fight, should have been for the belt. Like, mm-hmm. like they're letting Khabib sit out there and, and, and literally have mommy, mommy drama. Dude. Um, about I like whether he Khabib. wants to fight anymore. I like Khabib, I think, more than most people. Like, I, I enjoy mm-hmm. watching him fight. I enjoy all his Yeah, interviews. I despise him. But, <laughs> I think I, but, but, but I know. if you look at the numbers, he's not a big draw, right? Even as champion, mm-hmm. even as his run, yeah, it, people aren't buying Khabib pay-per-views like they are Connor pay-per-views as a non-champion. So yeah. uh, I think Dana ought to just let Khabib retire. He's not that big a draw and move on to someone who might be. I agree completely. Um, and another fight for Connor would be the Nate Diaz trilogy finishing that off. But I, I would much rather see Ferguson um, because I feel like Connor could beat Ferguson. Um, I feel like Ferguson's on a downswing. And while obviously Connor just lost, I, I think he looked good. I thought he looked good. Like he still looked fast. He was still hitting pretty hard. Um, like I, I agree. Just that- I'm not sure how much credit to give a guy who looked good until he got figured out and beaten down. Agreed. You know, like like I, I think it's really parallel to the Joe Lozon Anthony Pettis fight, where Joe yeah. was looking great until he got knocked out. So was Connor. Um, I want to see Ferguson fight Connor. Like you said, that's a really neat matchup. Ferguson Diaz looks fun too. Both of those guys are tough. They're very hard to take out. Volume, take volume. Yeah. Uh, they get hurt and they keep coming. I, that's fun. The only cheating that I've ever thought happened in the UFC was Connor versus Diaz too. Um, when Connor, I, I'm, I think Connor leg kicked him for either two rounds or three rounds straight. And by the end of the third, Diaz was crippled. Like he couldn't walk. I feel like they went back to his corner and they injected him with something. <laughs> they gave him a new leg. came out in the fourth. Like <laughs> nothing was wrong. It doesn't make sense. Like, like, Diaz, like, I think he got knocked out recently um, by Jorge Rivera. I'm not sure on that, but I think that was his only. Before that, he only been knocked out once, and it was with a kick to the head. The guy is Josh Tonshin kicked him in the forehead with his shin, and his shin is permanently damaged. You can touch it right now and feel the uh, like like a cartoon Nick Diaz's yeah. skull imprint on the guy's shin bone. It's probably enough UFC talk, even though I love it. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, but it was a it was an interesting uh, fight night. Uh, the prelims sucked so bad that I didn't even bother buying the pay per view. Uh, the uh, I just watched the Hooker fight and then I watched the Connor fight and then I went out because I, I, I like like we were all in the Discord and I was just like, well, that was fun. Later, guys, and hung up. I was just <laughs> like, that's not what I wanted to see. Seventy dollars is a lot for the fights. I, I for one fight, that's all I wanted to see was one fight. They, 
it turned out that the Chandler fight was worth seeing too. But like you're right on when I looked at the card ahead of time, I was really only interested in one fight. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I wish, I wish, I wish the UFC would offer a package deal, right? Like, look, I'm not going to spend seventy dollars for every pay per view. I'm not going to spend sixty dollars for every pay per view. They do three or four a month. That's too much. But I will like spend thirty dollars a month for access to all of this. It'll be my most extreming my most expensive streaming thing by double or triple and I would pay $30 a month knowing that it gave me all the UFC content. I would or if they would just let me buy the main event, like the the main fight, just one fight. Like I would have mm. paid 20 bucks to watch Conor fight, but you weren't going to get 6570 from from me to watch those other jokers fight because I just didn't care about them. I just didn't care about them. I felt like I could watch equally good fights on a fight night card that was free on ESPN. You might tune in to watch Chandler a little more. I, I don't know if you, how much of his I, I saw his the fight. fight. It was quick, was great. dirty, and great. I saw his like, fight, and then I saw his post-fight interview, and then I saw his like post-post-fight interview where he showered and he did. And this guy is interesting to talk to. He doesn't hold back. He uh, like he shares his opinions. Some of it, you know, might hurt other fighters' feelings. And I'm like, this guy's good on the mic. He's not Chael Sonnen like prepared. He's just. A good speaker, not afraid to speak his mind, and I liked him. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. I think that he might catch on. I was talking to Taylor earlier about um, I'm taking a week off of Rust, and I've been playing some Total War Warhammer. Long last. I don't know how yeah. you grinded so long through Rust. I was, that was months well, at a time. Five weeks, like only five, five weeks, weeks. <laughs> something like that. But but fifty hours a week for five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you, you don't play a little Rust. Anybody who plays a little Rust isn't playing Rust at all. You don't know what you're you're not playing rust you're like there's people on otv uh yeah i had i I told the boys i was like look i'm gonna have to take a week off rust um i gotta get my life in order like i got dishes that need washing (laughs) i got like floors that need mopping like house getting away from you a little bit (laughs) yeah like housework's getting away from me and i feel like if i take 10 minutes out of my schedule on rust here then i'm like letting people down Mm. and i don't want that i need to be able to like have some me time i want to go out I want to do some stuff and not be like looking at my phone to see if Timu needs me. I need a week off. <laughs> so I'm taking a week off. They are prospering without me. I think I think they got dirty to fill in for me. And maybe Mitty's not playing as much. I'm gonna say flourishing. They're doing really well. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely are. We've done we've done well every time. We have been raided once and we've just uh just had a great streak. But yeah, I've been playing Total War Warhammer because that's nice. RTS. And uh, I'm able to just pop in, play like a few games of that. And th- that's not like Rust, where you've got to like babysit something. Like you can pop in and play a little, you know, play a game. A game takes ten minutes. Yeah, they're real quick games. How, and, uh, how have you been faring jumping back in? Pretty well, or trying uh, to relearn everything? If I jump back in, I would have to relearn every hotkey, every strategy. Like I, it's, I'd probably pick a little bit up, but yeah, I really. So don't when I play on the ladder, like like the quick matches, I would say I win. 60 65 percent of the time something like that i'm winning more than i'm losing um but there's three or four guys in the discord that that have it that are terrible so if you want to get your uh, your reps in you could play against them ari was a little upset with me a couple weeks ago when i mentioned that he was the one who was bad at rust and therefore left all the doors open and they deep <laughs> they went deep on his base and took everything from him it turned out the guy that went deep on him is actually also 
a member of the $50 Discord, coincidentally. And uh, so that made it extra funny. Um, <laughs> so he, he was like, why does the one time you mentioned me have to be when I fucked up? So we'll, we'll mention him again. Ari's real bad at Total War. I've been just wiped <laughs> the floor with him. Um, you know, I, uh, who else a, sucks a I, lot I need, lately? Um, <laughs> I need so, to pick and, uh, a really shitty. CT people. has the game too, and uh, I think someone else has the game. So I've been playing with those guys a little bit, just doing one v ones. Class has the game, and so we we've been doing a lot of one v ones and a two v two. I think we did one of those, but one v ones are kind of the bread and butter of how you play that game. It's a lot yeah. of fucking fun. So yeah, anytime you want to play, I'm down. I I like I watch when I'm not playing that game. I watch a lot of YouTube videos for that game. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of Turin and the uh, the tournaments that that he uh, he puts on on YouTube. Like I, I watch probably two hours of Total War content a day. Oh wow! So you're very familiar with who are you playing as? Just a mix of everyone. Um, when I play against them, I just I play someone different every game just to sort of try to mix it up and make it more fair. Like play stuff I'm not familiar with. But if I were trying to win. Um, I would play Empire or um, Vampire Coast or what's the Vampire Coast? What's the difference between that and like the Vampire Lords? So there's the Vampire Counts and there's the Vampire Coast. The Vampire Coast are pirate themed vampires. Oh, I've never used them. So <laughs> what is, I think I have them in the DLC. I just haven't played since they came out and they're yeah. pretty good. That's they, great. I'm so glad the pirate themed one is playable. When they came out, they were S tier, like the absolute best mm-hmm. faction in the game, bar none. They've nerfed them several times. They are still S tier. They are still excellent. They're just not like quite as overpowered as they once were, but they're still very, very, very good. What's their strategy? Kind of the basic uh, pistols. They have they have lots of cheap pistol zombies. Then you can you can just put like six of them out there, kind of spread out, and if the enemy comes in to try to take one out, the others just kind of all turn around. You've got this arc of fire coming in from all directions. They're so cheap and numerous that it's hard to get rid of all of them. And they've got lots of like different kinds of pistols. Like some of them shoot like crazy bullets and magic bullets. And um, they've got good lords. They've got good healing. They've got good zombie summons. Um, they're just a swarming undead faction. And undead factions don't get scared. They don't quit fighting. They don't rout and run. They mm-hmm. just keep going because they're zombies. Yeah. Oh. Skeletons and shit. Yeah, it's really fun. Well, I guess that helps because wasn't one of the big drawbacks of the vampires with the original vampires that they didn't have any ranged? Yes. So you just have to send those big flying creatures in to try and destroy their catapults and everything in the back? Yeah. You have to send Felbats and Vargulfs and all sorts of nonsense like that. All sorts of all, all sorts of other made-up nonsense uh, <laughs> to, to go uh, try I, to take out the archers and bows and I have fun playing that game like little test matches where it's like, all right, can I win with only one type of unit? You know, and it's like, oh, no. Like, usually that's the answer. (laughs) No, but every once in a while you're like, oh, pulled one out. It's just a bunch of goblins. That's uh, that's that's usually how it goes when uh, if Ari wins one, he's like, aha, I'm getting better. And I'm like, no, I was just kidding. (laughs) I was just kidding with you. Like the other day, I was I was like, "You're actually getting better." Pretty soon, I'm gonna have to start trying. <laughs> <laughs> I just hung up on the call. I know he's just like, "Well, that's bullshit." I you were trying a little. <laughs> Not really. Did you notice my catapult only style? Like <laughs> my no infantry tactic? Yeah, it didn't work well. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing stuff like that. It's a it's a really fun game. It's the most expensive game I play by far. 
um, because of all the DLC over the years and because mm-hmm. I bought it as it came out. Like I, I wouldn't say $300, but definitely over $200 that I've got invested. But if anyone hears this and you're into RTS and you actually want to get into it for whatever reason, it is the best RTS I've ever played. Um, a lot of the DLC is free now. So you're mm-hmm. able to like get lots and lots of free DLC. And the base game is whatever games cost now, $45, $60. And Kyle only plays the verses. Doesn't yeah, do the campaign, the campaign at all. The campaign is pretty fun, but it's it's genuinely very fucking hard and it takes days to get. Yeah, I don't it. like I don't like playing against dumb AI and they make up for the dumb AI by being by just like having a, more of them. It's like it's like a whole oh, now you're going to fight a million stupid bots. And, <laughs> no, I'd rather fight 50 like sp- like things controlled by a smart, talented person on the other end who wants to beat me, who's like well, stuck yeah. before. The campaign would be a lot more fun if it were just multiple people playing civilization style. You know, I guess that would so. be a ton of fun. But because the only thing they have offered is AI, yeah, that does kind of suck. And but I like, the, I like the look of the game. I like the little missions and quests they send you on, and like, oh, you need to, you know, storm north and take the dwarves out or whatever, and you then you get attacked from the south. Like it's. It's it's really hard. If you play it on a hard difficulty, it's really hard. But in fairness, a lot of the reason it's hard is because of what you said, where it's like, oh, yeah, this Shagoth ogre is still a fucking idiot of a general. But now instead of one Shagoth sidekick, he's got seven. And it's like, well, yep. there's no way to win. They're too good. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's one of my favorite characters not to play, but just to look at is Kolek the Sun Eater. Oh, he's fun to play, too. He's just absurd looking like like. Yeah. Anyone who's listening to this, and you don't, even if you don't give a fuck about what we're talking about, Google Kolek the Sun Eater and see what that guy looks like. He's just, he's just a, a, a really cool like design for a creature. Yeah. The, uh, the lore for a Warhammer is so it's it's as in depth as Tolkien, maybe more. Yeah. Because it's there's, been added to by so many people and expanded and expanded. It's probably more like a comic book universe of like mm-hmm. layers. I would imagine. As yeah, it's no shit about comic book universe. That's one, of the, and that's one of the reasons I kind of like playing is uh, the Empire is like. So the game's called Warhammer, mm-hmm. um, and uh, but but the titular Warhammer is the the weapon of Carl Franz of the Empire, um, and it, it he's got a Warhammer that's got a name like his weapon has a name. It's called Gull Miraz, and it's just this magical Warhammer that is sentient, like it's it's alive. <laughs> And uh, and when you're fighting, destroy you're me! This is hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you're fighting, you know you can press Golmaraz and it activates Golmaraz, and now he's like I don't know, fifty percent better than he was before. So whenever you like fly in and you're about to fight another lord, you're like Golmaraz mode, and he just really takes him to pound town most of the time. It's damn it, Franz, just use that the whole time. <laughs> You've got it really on you. Sh- he really should just use it all the time. It doesn't oh. make sense for it to be Back 30 to the seconds. normal sword. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's around him. No, friends, keep using it. I must recharge my blue wizardry or whatever it is. Yeah, anytime you want to play, I'm down. I'm going to probably play some more tonight. Um, I'm going to play in a couple hours a day, something like that. Yeah, I need to check how well my PC can even stream that in high quality because that's, that's so detailed. I'll have to check because I know I can play it. I've played it on this this PC at high settings, but adding that streaming layer on top takes a little, a little more. Hmm. I'll try it though, because I'm definitely down to get back into this game. I've been playing a good bit of Age of Mythology, 
and a ton of Magic the Gathering Arena. A lot of Magic the Gathering Arena. Not huge turnouts in those streams, <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, I'm having a really fun time, and I like I do the prediction thing, so you can come and bet on whether I'm going to win or not against whoever I'm paired up against online. And like at first, people were betting the way they knew I was at other games, and it was like nice to over time be like, yeah, you want to win ninety percent of the time, throw your money on my side. I'm going <laughs> to dominate most likely, and then every once in a while, I just get shit rocked by someone much better than me. But overall, like I'd say I'm winning. Probably 80 plus percent. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's your game. That's what you grew up playing. I love it. I need to get into Hearthstone because that's like the more popular, a little simpler version. And no, people stream that. it. Well, I'll get into it. Not as much as Magic, though. No, I, 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 I may not even get into it. What's your uh, Hearthstone? Never mind. Not Hearthstone. I was thinking of RuneScape. Oh, yeah. no. This is Hearthstone is like a, it's another card game. Yeah. Okay. Online. But it's. I've played it like twice a year ago. And it didn't suck me in, but maybe I just wasn't. Yeah, I, I was just thinking how time-consuming RuneScape was. I never, had, I never played that. Yeah. Never played RuneScape ever. My brother did, and yeah, I saw him sink a ton of time into that game. Be like, look at my emerald armor, and I remember looking at it, and I was like, that looks like just a, just it's a green spot mm-hmm. on a little Lego man. He's like, no, but like, look how my guy looks next to everybody else, and it's like. Yeah, do you have a horn or something? I don't. <laughs> I mean, there's nine pixels on screen. Which one are you? Like, it was. I don't know. There's still some old guy on uh, on Twitch who plays that every single day. He's like the highest ranked, I think, RuneScape player of all time. He's 27. He, he's I think he's <laughs> in his late 60s, and he still streams it like every day. So good for him finding something you like. Yeah. Oh, we had another movie night uh, this past week. We watched Idiocracy, uh, which I had actually never seen before, and it was pretty That's good a movie. Really good movie. I enjoy that one a ton. I, I, you know, I, I, I feel like in that world, I could be the smartest person. Although I don't know that I would have figured good. out that electrolytes are salt on my own. <laughs> oh, come on, you know electrolytes <laughs> you are salt. That. I do now, but I learned it in that movie. <laughs> oh no, oh, no. it's what plants crave. I haven't seen. I've seen that movie once, like 10, 15 years ago when it came out, and that is the only thing I remember is <laughs> them in the Opal office being like. But it and like Terry Crews being like, but it's what plants crave. Like <laughs> screaming about it as they look out on just like, for like for some reason crops right outside the window at the White House. Just <laughs> and the, I and liked the problem it. Was that, like Luke Wilson is the smartest guy in the world, and he's clearly a dummy. Like yeah. like, like, like 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 he would he would be he, like we would all think of him as a dummy. Impressive, but yeah, it, he just, he can't figure out that the girl is a whore. Like like yeah. he, he thinks she's a painter. He's like, you're not gonna quit painting, are you? And she's like. No, no, I'll keep, I'll keep painting. She's a prostitute. I like that uh, when he escaped from prison. Do you, Taylor, do you remember that? So he's going to prison, and he goes in there, and he sees this guy like sitting on someone else, bullying, and they're all like, "You're next, you're next. I'm gonna sit on you." And uh, he's like, "Oh fuck," you know, he's not looking forward to going to prison. Yeah. So he tells the prison guard, "Like, I'm in the wrong line." I'm in the line to get out of prison. Yeah, and the guard's like, dumbass, that's the line you need to be in. <laughs> <laughs> so he just goes and gets in that line. Yeah. Now, that now that you're mentioning these lines, I need to go back and rewatch that. It's fantastic. I must have not been paying enough attention. 
it was I, pretty I, good. I, I had never seen it before, um, but uh, but I did like it. Um, I, we took a vote. Uh, there's a straw poll now. I think the next movie is either going to be Boondock Saints or Tombstone. Both so, very good choices. I haven't seen Both Tombstone. The Boondock Saints is pretty good. Tombstone. Boondock no. Saints has a scene. This is not a spoiler because it happens in like the opening minute of the movie. Do you know what I'm talking? Do you know where I was headed before? They're I all said? good, dude. Something happens and. Uh, like there's two brothers in the film. Like they're brothers, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And they're going to do something to one brother and the other is like handcuffed to a toilet. And the way that he portrays like his desperation to get free and help his brother mm-hmm. sets the tone for these guys unbreakable bond for the rest of the film. And uh I was just like, oh, fuck, I'm in. I'm watching. Yeah. He deadlifts a toilet off the off its foundation. <laughs> but it wasn't easy. So it was ha- I, I'll just say he was handcuffed was to it. Down. He's yeah. handcuffed to it, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. So as he's like lifting it, he's hurting his own wrists and hands and his skin's tearing and bleeding. And that is not his main priority. He's, he's got to get off. And yeah, it's uh, it's it's really cool. I should have a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great they're Irish brothers. Um, and uh, um, they basically decide to become crime fighters. Yeah, like 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 story short, they decide to fight some evil vigilante and, uh, justice. Yeah, they, they decide to become vigilantes. And um, oh, what's his fucking name? The guy that he's in. Is Ewan McGregor, that, one of them. No, no, oh. no but the guy looks mildly like Ewan McGregor. It's um, I'm thinking of the guy who plays the the FBI agent who's in oh, every William Defoe. William Willem Dafoe. Willem, okay. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is so ridiculous in the movie. There's a part where he goes in disguise as a female prostitute. Oh, I forgot about it. That was just... <laughs> what was the point of that? <laughs> no one was fooled. It didn't make any sense. No, he just wanted sense. to do it. Weren't there he multiple wanted scenes to do it. Like, there were multiple scenes that had nothing to do with cracking the case where he's like putting on high heels and lipstick, like kissing himself in mirrors. I, I yes. love the scene where he's in the he's in bed with that other man that clearly just had sex, and the other man, I think the other man says, "I just want to cuddle," and he just goes, "Fag." <laughs> <laughs> you know, another good Willem Dafoe scene is, uh, and I didn't know this scene always like messed with me because I didn't know, but then I read later, and I'll explain. You know, in uh, American Psycho, when initially Willem Dafoe comes into Patrick Bateman's office and asks him where he was and if he knew where his friend was and everything. And as that scene snaps back and forth, Bateman stays about the same, like becoming more nervous. But every time it goes back to Willem Dafoe's character, like he'll start off like, I would love a sparkling water or something. And then the next scene with him, he's like very accusatory. Like I can't seem to wrap my head around this. You, you made a mistake about where you were on that night. You, you told me very, very simply where you were. Then I'll snap back to Patrick and I'll, oh, I don't know about that. Snap back. Now Willem Dafoe is all friendly. So to like make that an unnerving scene, what they did is they had Willem Dafoe deliver those lines, both accuse it in an accusatory way in a, I'm just a nice guy asking questions. And then in like, a, I've already, I know it's you. I know it's, I you, know yeah. it's you. And so like the whole time in that scene, watching it, like you're like, what the hell does Willem Dafoe know? Because <laughs> you, you, you can't track with it. And I yeah, really like that. That's a great scene. The, yeah, I, I've seen that. I've seen that explanation too. That's that's really good. That's a good movie. My the admin assistant that worked for us at Cisco, 
uh, was friends with Troy Duffy. Troy Duffy is the director of Boondock Saints. And it was interesting to hear her take on like what the... So Boondock Saints was not like a big produced film. I don't, I don't know how to say it. Like it wasn't, wasn't, expect, high budget. It wasn't, wasn't expected to be the hit it was, anything like that. And uh, Troy Duffy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, but like he... He had really good filmographers. I think that's the name of the cameraman. And it just people who like lit it and created the scene, he gave them a lot of latitude on how to do it. And the movie is visually striking. Like, it's fantastic. And uh, he was just, like, I guess he ran the whole thing, but he didn't micro, it wasn't like it was his predetermined vision that became the film. And it hit big, and he got, like, temporarily rich. He wasted all of it. And, uh... You know, apparently his like his apartment was this mix of like decadent spending and current poverty. <laughs> and it, <laughs> the film was from 1999, and I don't remember which like event stopped him from making Boondock Saints two for a long time. Might have been Sandy Hook. I'm not sure. 9/11. About it. Could be, could be, but the, Col- the na- Columbine was 2000. Oh, it might have been Columbine. But yeah, the the nation's appetite for shoot 'em up movies was gone, and yeah. Boondock Saints two was canceled for a while. Eventually, came out a decade later. I was looking at a house in Columbine just a couple days ago. Huh. It's a yeah. fun place to live. I looked him up recently. He's made two films his entire wow. life: Boondock Saints and Boondock Saints two. Boondock Saints two is terrible. Not a great film. I, Not I a great think film. he got a little lucky with how good Boondock Saints was. Like he just had the right people on staff, and it all went well. And not afterwards. Nope. I love that little like uh, prayer that they say before they murder somebody for thee, my lord, for thee, and a river of souls forever. You know, some sort of Irish prayer chant nonsense. And then when they, I'm not going to spoil the film, but there's that scene at the very end where you know uh, everybody they they do it, and it's. It's crazy. I, it's a wild film. Boondock Saints 2 is not as good as the first, but no. I think I liked it more than most people did. I enjoyed it also. Yeah, it was okay. I, I, I liked the first one so much. I watched the I, I just discovered the first one off the rack when I was like 18, 19 years old, and I was just like blown away by how good it was. Uh, and uh, and so I've always been a fan of it. I've watched it a bunch of times, and uh, I hope it wins this week because I've seen Tombstone so many times. I'd like, I've only seen Boondock Saints probably five or six times uh, what night is it that you watch friday nights friday nights at uh at 9 p.m um we all jump in a big call and uh and like four different people stream it so that everybody like d- regardless of what region you're in can watch it hmm. yeah, maybe i'll hang out yeah it's fun um for the most part everyone's very quiet nobody nobody talks during the movie no one snores uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, nobody falls asleep usually. Um, I'm different we'll now. I have a CPAP you. machine. I don't. I don't just randomly fall asleep all the time. Not anymore. Not anymore. Life changing. All right. Call it a show. Yeah. Hungry. PKN three thirty six. Me too.